1: here will tell perhaps all about that. Third and one and a half in the right back. Simon in the handoff. Ken cuts to the left. First down and more. 30, 25, 20. Simon and on his way. Ken into the end zone. Touchdown Beavers and the streak is going to end here tonight. Snap on target to Nick. He gets a much better punt away here. Sammy Strader back to his 30-yard line. Starts up the middle, gets to the 40,
2: he's got a seam. 45 midfield, 45-40, he's got a chance to go. 20-15, 10-5. Right? To
0: her. She be like Welcome to illegal, illegal Participation, the official podcast of the Heinrich Tailgater. Recording this while firmly ensconced at the Heinrich Tailgater headquarters, I'm your host, head chef, planner, and chief bottle washer, Bill Heine Heinrich. Joining me, as always, from his Heinrich Tailgater Northern Command Outpost, the lead driver and director of thermodynamic lipid immersion. My co-host and brother, The Beege. How the heck are you doing, Beege? I'm doing great, Billy. It's great to be here. It's I, been
1: too long. How long
0: have we How long have we been taking a, our, um, what do they call it, a sabbatical? Yeah, we had like five months. We haven't done one since December. I blame did myself. We never, we never even did like a recap, did we? Of we the never even games? did a recap after the bowl games. Beavers won their bowl game, by the way.
1: I also blame you. I totally blame you for this failure. <laughs> it
0: totally is me. But we need to get back on it, so. But, uh, so, well, what have you been doing for the last five months, Billy? Uh, working. Okay. Gone to okay. some baseball games. Went to a couple basketball games.
1: Okay. I, I did the baseball, one of the baseball games with
0: you. Yep, yep. I went to uh, one of the UCLA games last week, the one on Friday. Jess and I went. It was cold <laughs> and wet and dark, and it rained on us. It was funny. We had a uh, UCLA father sitting beside us because we were sitting right beside the uh, coaches section. Mm-hmm. We were in the coaches section. Where right beside where the opposing fans sit, and so we had a dad of one of the UCLA players sitting beside us, and it started. It was started out it was dry. It was a little chilly, but not bad. It's going along, and about the fifth inning, it started sprinkling a little bit, and it started raining a little bit harder. It was kind of like, well, are they going to call the game? And we were like no, no this, is, <laughs> this is Oregon, and unless it's really pouring down rain, they're not going to call and the they like lightning. Yeah, I go, <laughs> they're not going to call the game because it's a league game and they have to get it in. And he was like, really? And I'm like, well, one, neither team's going to want to call it because it's just, he goes, well, couldn't they do a doubleheader tomorrow? And I'm yeah, but that's more pitchers, and you don't want to keep going through all your pitchers for the weekend. Yeah. At that point, UCLA was up two to nothing, so I was like, you guys don't want to end it. You guys are up two to nothing here. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to finish this thing out. Then it ended up raining a little bit harder, and uh, we had our tailgating blanket that's kind of fleece on one side and um, waterproof on the other. We take it out to the football games. You've seen
2: okay. it. Okay, so yeah. So we
0: pulled that out and threw it over us, so that kept us relatively dry, and we had raincoats on, and we did okay. He finally said, I've got to go find some cover, so we went <laughs> underneath the stairwell down on the thing. but. Uh, are you
1: allowed to uh, take umbrellas into the stadium? Y-
0: yes. And then when you open it up, they come up and ask you to kindly put the <laughs> umbrella down because you're not allowed to have an open umbrella in the stadium. Okay, okay, good, good to know. About three of us sitting up there realized that, and there, we weren't blocking anybody. I was in the very last row, but they
1: still told you to take it down even though you weren't blocking anybody.
0: Uh, the little security lady said, "Please Frickin put it Nazis. down." Well, she said it's not my policy. It's the stadium, and I just said whatever. I put it down. We were down relatively dry as it was. So couple of other people kind of got a little pissy, but...
1: You know, all I can say is they've added a new item to the menu at uh, at the stadium, uh-huh. and it's elephant ear
0: bites. Oh, yeah? And they are so worth it. Are they better than the the uh, the fry the, things? The uh, funnel fries? The funnel fries. You it's know, so. it's
1: a tough call. You know, one thing, both, both of the things in the format that they are, the mm-hmm. funnel fries versus the elephant ear bites, mm-hmm. for those of you who have ever had funnel cake... It is a wonderful, amazing, tasty train wreck because <laughs> you can't eat it without getting it all over you. The funnel fries actually solve that problem because they're fries. Mm-hmm. But the problem is you don't get the volume that you'd like like you'd normally appreciate in it's a funnel, funnel, funnel cake. cake. Yeah, Yours yeah. Can a little bit. And, and same thing with the elephant ears. I mean, can you really eat an elephant ear without making a mess of yourself? Not no. really. No, you can't. But with elephant ear bites
0: – You can. Oh. It's really a beautiful thing. Well, that's I've got this thing, this piece of paper sitting right here. And I don't know if you can see this.
1: Uh, For those of you at home, they probably can't.
0: Okay. Uh, It's not good for an audio-only podcast, but I can show you. Taste fills. Okay. And it's like it's so cinnamon-filled bakery brights. So they're little like pastries with cinnamon in the middle that you deep fry, and if you look on here, they've got icing on them, or you can put cinnamon and sugar on the outside. Oh my God. Oh yeah. So try these at the last food show I was at. Okay. They will make a triumphant debut at a upcoming Heiner Tailgater.
1: Now, can I, ha- I I need to ask a question. Sure. Because mom and dad have been to Sonic before, mm-hmm. and Sonic deep fries their sugary stuff in the same oil they deep fry their non-sugary stuff. Okay. And so they ended up getting, like, a corn dog that tasted like cinnamon and sugar on the outside.
0: No, no, no. But see, this well, – these are con- – This – Okay. So these so, – you. Put so we should have to the- worry about a
1: flavor in the oil or, or con- cross-contamination. No, no,
0: Because no, 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 you okay. put that stuff on afterwards.
1: Okay. Well, and I don't know what they were doing. It's something – I don't know what Sonic has that's yeah. sugary. But they have some kind of deep-fried sugary goodness. Yeah. But mom and dad said see, it really Well, you put these
0: and then you put them in, like – you know how you get those fresh donuts at Blizzard Beach? That they oh, put yeah. in a paper sack. Oh, yes. are hot and they put the cinnamon sugar and you shake or, them up. Or even like the beignets. Yeah, exactly. At, at, yeah, yeah. So yeah no, I'm with you. Cinnamon and sugar in them once they come out. Are beignets deep fried? Yes. We should do beignets. These are kind of like cinnamon sugar filled Can we beignets. do like powdered sugar? You can do powdered sugar on the outside. Sugar. You can I'm, do cinnamon and sugar. You could do like those have frosting. If you wanted to just throw on some glaze, like a glazed donut, good to go. A bottle of anything and a glazed donut. To go. Anyways, yes. So, yeah. So those are going to be there. I I just had that sitting here at my desk, so I figured I'd show it to you. Anyways, Beach, you know, the purpose of Illegal participation (laughs) is for us to spread our insight, experiences, and passion for the Oregon State Beavers with others. And generally just talk some beaver sports, football, and tailgating and have a little bit of fun along the way. So, Beach, we're just kind of getting back in the swing of things. Hopefully, we'll start doing these at least monthly mm-hmm. from here out. We'll have to do some over the summer yeah, because we took five months off. But uh, today's going to be kind of a little loose show, obviously. It's not football season. Uh, we're going to have t- – I've got one text that I will read to you, just so you know. We'll okay. go over a little bit of Beaver Sports News. Today, we're going to kind of have a an update from Eugene, but we'll kind of deviate from our normal – Update from Eugene segment. Okay. Because this one's actually going to be kind of serious for what's going on in Eugene. All right. Uh, we will also have a Tommy Tuberville Jackass of the Week segment. I think I can guess who that one is. It's going to dovetail right perfectly into our update from Eugene. Okay. Okay. And you might not know this one. You, you might not understand that one. But when we get there, you'll I'll, I'll go into it. Okay. Then also, in our Tailgating 101 section, Beach, we're going to, on live, on the air, start to discuss... The 2014 Heinrich Tailgater Menus. You and I are going to sit down and brainstorm the main dish, possibly some side dishes, of the Heinrich Tailgaters for 2014.
1: We're going to do this live on the air? Live on the air. like Live like a suicide kind of thing.
0: Live like a suicide. Now, you can listen to us on your iPhone or Android device. Just use the Stitcher Radio app, or you can subscribe to us on iTunes. If you do, please leave a rating and review. Uh, If you'd like to leave a voicemail for us, the phone number is 541-207-3586. Email us heinrichtailgator at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter at HeinrichTailgater. You can also check out HeinrichTailgater on Facebook and go to HeinrichTailgater.com, which hasn't been updated since football season. God, we suck. Yeah, pretty much. So, Beej, uh, the only listener feedback we got, we got a text from Kyle. I hate you, Kyle. Kyle texted me the other day, and this is what he said, Beej. When there are no new illegal participation episodes, Duck Fan 2009 wins. So you remember old Duck Fan 2009? I do,
1: and Kyle just rubbed me the wrong way. And normally, <laughs> I'm a fan. I like to be rubbed.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: But I got rubbed like like, like against the grain. I got rubbed right there.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's like getting rubbed with a cheese grater.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: It's kind of amusing at first, but then mainly just painful. <laughs> Not have
1: you have it? you done that in, in uh experience on that one, Billy, or just imagination?
0: Just uh watch the adventures of Ford Fairlane. Okay.
1: There you go. God, that's taking it back a few years.
0: Nineteen ninety one, ninety-two. Whoa. All right. That sounded like Joey Lawrence <laughs> I did. there, Billy. <laughs> <pretty much. laughs> All right. So uh B you ready to do a little beaver and pac twelve news? Sure. Okay. First thing we're gonna talk about is wrestling. Little Beaver Wrestling bees. So just the other day, four members of the Oregon State wrestling team earned Pac-12 All-Academic honors as announced by Commissioner Larry Scott. Redshirt freshman Drew Van Anroy uh, was selected first team. Now, are they Pac-12 champs? Yes. Okay. Uh, redshirt junior Alex Elder was second team, and sophomore Tony Che and junior Joe Latham were uh, listed on the honorable mention for Pac-12 All-Academic. So it's good to see that they're not only excelling on the mat, but in the classroom also. Um, and Billy, how, how
1: many of the ducks were mentioned for their wrestling this last year? Who? Uh, the ducks didn't they do? I, I, my brain's a little fuzzy from the last five months, but didn't how how oh. how'd their uh, how their wrestling team do for
0: well, 2013? Let me look here. Oh, oh beach. Yeah, Billy. The Ducks cut their wrestling program. Gosh damn it!
1: I always forget that. Every time. S- every time. You'd think one of these days I'd remember because they they cut it to have what what was it again that they the sport that they created
0: to replace it. <sighs> it was a sport, wasn't it? It's like acrobatics and tumbling team. And and that's considered a sport, right? Not by the NCAA. That's right. <sighs> That's right. They're, they're there's so, like there's like there's so there's like
1: three other schools that compete in it, in the nation. So like Oregon's like one of the top. Then they're in the top three.
0: Uh, yeah, top four at least. Yeah. That's good. it's yeah. good.
1: I'm, I'm sure that they probably bring home a trophy because you know everybody should get a trophy.
0: <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Anyways, Beach. Let's move on to women's basketball. Just wanted to mention that the women had an excellent season. Um, came in second at the Pac-12 tournament, and they also got a win in the NCAA tournament. And they get almost everybody back from this team this year. That's fantastic. Year. So
1: yeah, Scott Ruick was named uh, was he Pac-12 Coach of the Year? Yes, he was. As okay. he should be. Yeah. As he should be. So that that is fan. You know, considering he took nothing and made it into something. In is this his third year?
0: Third or fourth? Yeah,
1: it's still amazing. Okay, and then the the men's basketball team.
0: Well, we can talk about that a little <laughs> bit next, Beach.
1: You took so, something and turned it into crap. <laughs> yeah,
0: so not going to say much, but obviously Coach Craig Robinson is gone after his sixth and probably one of his crummiest seasons. Um, not much to say there, Beej. I are, are we jumping the gun? Or are we following the line here, or was that our next conversation? Yeah, it was our next conversation. Okay, I, so
1: we segue nicely into that yeah,
0: one. Yeah, okay. I just think – I told you at the beginning of the season, I believe I told you on this show.
1: You did. You said, at least, we need to see results. Yeah, it at least billion, the NIT. We need results this year.
0: Yeah. And we got nothing. Nope. We got nothing. Quite frankly. he, and he got $4 million not yeah. to work. Well, and I, I was surprised. If they wouldn't have fired him after this year, it wouldn't have surprised me. Only because $4.2 4 million. million hit. Now, it's yeah. not all at once. It's paid over the life of the contract. But that's still a chunk of change to have to pay somebody.
1: Yeah, and it pulls money out from what you're able to pay the next coach. Exactly. Ultimate. And
0: we yeah. don't have a big money bag that's going to step in and just throw all that money around.
1: You know what? Uh, who's our uh, athletic director?
0: Bob DeKeralis.
1: Yeah, Bob DeKeralis kind of retracted his original statement where he said he wanted he, – he was going to keep him. And then it was not more than a few days or a few weeks later. It was later, a
0: couple weeks later, yeah.
1: Yeah, that he – he retracted that statement and decided to go ahead and terminate the contract.
0: Yeah, t- well, I, him. you know, yeah. I, I
1: kind of got the feeling he was influenced by the alumni association.
0: Uh, well, uh, maybe I know with all the other players leaving, because he's had a couple players that decided to transfer. One player decided to go pro. You know, if one you one, a, one player decided to go back to Europe.
1: If you have players transferring, that's really a sign that you're not doing
0: he's good. He's got things. nothing coming back, and it's like you know. I, and if you look at the pathetic attendance at, at Gill Coliseum this year for men's games,
2: mm-hmm.
0: I, that's got to start has, playing has into the, your decision the, too. Has the attendance been that bad? Oh, it's been horrible. Just horrible. So Now, it's been interesting to see um, names that have been banning around as possible replacement coaches. Um, I know supposedly uh, they were talking with Damon Stoudemire today. He was an assistant down at Arizona.
1: Is and, and my memory of Damon is only from when he played for the Blazers. What was that, 10, 15 years ago? It
0: was quite a while ago. He's, he's about my age. So, yeah, is he's he? probably 41, yeah, 44. Um, how is he as a coach? Don't know. He's only been an assistant. I have issues with naming somebody that's never been a head coach before.
1: Yeah. I mean, um, look, what we got on the last one.
0: I also – well, he was, he was a head coach at Brown, so he'd been a head coach before. Okay. Um, I do have issues with – Damon when he was a player, not just the college level, but at the pro level. He kind of had a temper, didn't he? Well, and Mr. Hyden marijuana in his house. and Oh, yeah. Yeah, and so you, this is a guy you're going to put in front of guys that, you know. I think his dad still
1: lives right up above Swan Island in that weird little house right before you take the exit to Greeley. Is that where he lived? That's where he lived, yeah. That house, it's got a big gate on it, and it had this massive remodel. In the beautiful area of North Portland.
0: <laughs> but anyways, so I don't know. But uh, so I know they've also talked about Terry Porter has been mentioned. Has he Has he ever coached? He's been a head coach in the NBA. Okay. How'd he do? Eh, okay. He coached Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Didn't have a lot of talent. Um, also, Ben Howland, who you don't know who Ben Howland is, but he's been a head coach at Pitt. He was a head coach at UCLA. He's been to four Final Fours.
1: How come he doesn't have a home right now?
0: Um, just kind of bounced around. He was originally born in Lebanon.
1: Really? He's Oregon. Always in Oregon?
0: Yep. Wow. So originally born in, in Oregon, so and Lebanon, so he knows the area. Well, at least grew up in there as a kid.
2: Yeah. So anyways, it'll be
0: interesting to see what happens. We'll just kind of keep our eye on it and yeah. I'm not that huge into basketball. I don't know that much. I kind of you know, watch it on the peripheral. So I I, I don't mean to sound stupid, but we grabbed
1: uh Ruick out of uh Linfield, correct?
0: No, uh George,
1: George Fox. Fox. George Fox. George Fox. Okay, um, is there any talented uh, uh, men's basketball coaches in some of the smaller schools in Oregon? Or do you have they? I, don't, I don't know. Okay.
0: I don't know, and with some of those names like Ben Howland, the dude can coach. The dude mm-hmm. can can recruit. Mm-hmm. My thing is Robinson could recruit. Robinson got some players here. I think this year the Beavs probably had the third best talent in the Pac-12 to Arizona and UCLA. Mm-hmm. And they didn't do a damn thing with it. Robinson was a horrible in-game coach. He just never seemed like he cared to be coaching
1: when the game was going on.
0: I don't know. He, he was more
1: of a spectator.
0: He sat there with his hand yeah. on his head and yelled, You know, at it was move. funny.
1: I was watching some highlight uh, films when they were talking about his departure. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the highlight films actually showed him off of his seat Talking or yelling during the game, I'm thinking they must have had to scour the the footage for to find those shots yeah. because I never saw it.
0: Yeah, Exactly.
1: Yeah. No. No great loss. I, you know, I, I, I'm, I hate to see anybody unemployed, but at least he's got a little bit of money to fall back on for the next couple of years, so he yeah. won't be struggling for employment.
0: Yeah. There you go. So, or
1: struggling to find a, looking for a job too quick. Yeah. Anyway, it's amazing what. And if they- he does find a job,
0: then. Less money the Beavers had to pay him.
1: You, you know, on a side note, I find it absolutely amazing that, um, not that I disagree with the decision, but you think about it being a public institution,
2: mm-hmm.
1: them making agreements for contracts for coaches
2: mm-hmm.
1: with that kind of money, mm-hmm. and then being able to to just walk away from from that four million dollar, you know, essentially those are tax dollars, you know, that that are going to pay for him.
0: Well. Well, yeah, it's a a publicly funded institution that, yeah, but that's coming out of, it's coming out of the athletic department's budget.
1: Is that privately funded or does, does it also receive revenue from the
0: state? I don't know if they get any general fund money. If they do, it's not much. Okay. It just,
1: you see what I'm saying though.
0: At this point, that's probably coming out of TV money.
1: Yeah. He's a government employee essentially. And yeah. He gets a hell of a. I mean, he he gets a he gets to walk away with the amount of money that that somebody in the private sector would be would be jealous of.
0: Right. Well, that's the way those things so go now. they
1: are not doing a good job. Yeah. You, know, you you suck at your job and you still get to walk away with that kind of money. It's amazing.
0: Still not as good as Mike Lovitz.
1: No. no. <laughs> All right. Hundred million. You know, you know, million here, a million there. Pretty soon you're talking about real money.
0: Yeah. All right, Beads, Let's move on to uh, football. A little bit of football news. Now, the spring football wrapped up a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I did not make it out to the spring game. I don't think you did either.
1: No, no. It was you know. I just haven't enjoyed the spring games the last few times we've done them.
0: Yeah, I was down in Disneyland, so
1: didn't. And when they kind of changed it, they don't really pay a full scrimmage anymore. Yeah,
0: right? they kind of do a different around. You know, it's whatever. I like people try to draw too much out of it. I hear. I hear. A, a Mannion looked good. You know, I hear some other players look good, but it's a scrimmage, so.
1: Yeah. You know. I just I always get worried because we always seem to lose a collar, a collarbone or
0: something else. I just don't sure. think anyone got too beat up. so That's, that's good. good. Well, Beach, and then um, just last week, the NFL draft occurred. And how, how did Oregon State do? Well, Brandon Cooks, Oregon State wide receiver, who was mm-hmm. a junior, mm-hmm. uh, went n- uh, number 20 in the first round to New Orleans, which I think is a great spot for mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. They run a great pro style offense. He's got one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL right now, Drew Brees. Right, Drew Brees throwing to him. Yeah, so I, I really don't think he could have found a better place, unless it was my team, San Francisco. Yeah, but uh, you know, still, it's, it's a good spot for him. So, and you gotta like the guy. One of the first things he did was uh, before the draft. I was gonna he, say, well,
1: he looked like a champ in the uh, in the uh, what's that that thing that they do.
0: The, uh, the Combine. Oh, the yeah. Combine. Oh, yeah. It was funny because they talked about, you know, it, the biggest knock against him is his size. He's just not mm-hmm. really tall. But the guy's fast. He's fearless. He studies like crazy. He's got hands like glue. If you saw that one uh, uh, drill they run through in the Combine, they basically have – have you ever seen those football throwing machines? Yeah, it's yeah. Just, boom, it comes shooting out of there like a Yeah, combine. exactly. So they run down this line and they just shoot from one side and the other. So you got to catch, catch, catch back and forth, one side or the other, and it was boom. There was no juggle, no nothing. It was just perfect catches every play. Wow, all the way down. And like I said, he doesn't he doesn't drop the ball. So, anyways, we look for good things from him. Can't wait to hear hear how he does. Now Scott Crichton, the other junior that left after this year for Oregon State, defensive lineman, went in the third round to Minnesota. So, the all time. Uh, uh, leader for forced fumbles at Oregon State after just three years. So. Wow! Yeah, big, big hole that the Beavs will have to fill. But uh, hopefully, hopefully Scott does well too. So another guy that you gotta like the guy.
1: Now, now who anybody else uh, gets signed? Really?
0: Um, well, those are the only ones that got drafted. Now Rashad Reynolds, who was mm-hmm. a cornerback, signed with Jacksonville. He was one of the first guys to sign. He was one of the last guys not drafted. So. He was one so he the, was right
1: on the outside of the he draft. He was right on the outside. What, what, what does it, so the, the draft happens for the first how many players?
0: Well, they draft, I believe, five or six rounds, I think, maybe seven. And and 20 people per round? or t- No, 32, because there's 32 oh. teams. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, so they do that. Um, the first round. And then and then when they sign, you can at that point
1: you're free. You can elect to not sign with the team or sign with the team. If you have multiple teams going after you, you can pick and choose. You're not stuck. Yeah, like if a draft. you're not
0: drafted, then, yeah, you can decide. Who so you want. don't
1: get the money, but you maybe get a little bit more choice. In yeah, where you, you go. get a
0: little bit of money because if you're just practicing, you're getting paid. Okay. Yeah, you're getting a little bit. You're not getting a ton. Yeah. Now, uh, so Rashad Reynolds signed with Jacksville. Josh Andrews, lineman juice Josh Andrews, signed with Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Uh, wide receiver Micah Hatfield, signed with San Diego. And senior offensive lineman Michael Phillip, uh, signed with Cleveland. Cool. Um, hey,
1: I was talking to Dad a little bit at lunchtime. He said that one player from Oregon, the guy who was just a – speaking of train wrecks, he was a train wreck that last year.
0: He came from Hillsboro. Um,
1: God, no, I just blocked, Coke, Coke something. Uh,
0: Colt Lyerla. Okay, there we go. Coke, yeah, nice Colt. <laughs> Colt Lyerla.
1: Yeah, I heard uh, he he didn't get he didn't get drafted or or signed or anything. He was left hanging.
0: I uh, I don't blame it. Yeah, because the guy
1: looked. Well, what 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 NFL team is going to want to want to draft a liability like that, or even sign a liability like that? I agree. I mean, <clears throat> so gets everything he deserves. mm
2: Hmm.
0: No.
1: So, but I don't think any no Oregon teams made uh, got draft or no Oregon players got drafted, did they?
0: Oh no, some did. Did they? Yeah. But
1: not not first round.
0: No, no.
1: Uh, who was the one that they lost? The running back.
0: Uh, DeAnthony yeah. Thomas.
1: Yeah, he went pretty low, didn't he? Went he went really late. Yeah. Yeah. Is he's that because of his shoulder issue and well, No, was shoulder?
0: his ankle. He hurt his ankle last year. And okay. He was so. I mean, there's
1: a guy that so had the, the 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 shoulder where it would go out of –
0: No, that was.
1: Where uh, am I going back a year or two? You're
0: going back a couple years. That was uh-huh. James Lamichael James. Okay, there we that go. It was his elbow. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, anyways, so yeah, we look for big things out of uh, those former beavers. So I'm excited. You know, Hopefully those no. other ones can do well.
1: Yeah, I don't really have a favorite football uh, NFL team anymore, so maybe I will have to pick one. There
0: you go. I'm a 49er fan.
1: Yeah, you always have been. Yep. I, I, I like to I say, if I have to pick a team, it's always been the Bears. But. Oh, Peyton's a big Dolphin fan. Really? Ever since he was a kid. Yeah, he just liked the helmet. I think. Yeah. Like a like in like a dolphin with a helmet on your helmet. Yeah, there you go. It's kind of like a tattoo of a butt on your butt on my
0: butt. That's what I keep telling Jess I want to do. <laughs> Anyways, all right, Beach. Moving on.
1: Um, you know, I wonder if all of these little. You know, listening to us is kind of like watching Family Guy. And I'm wondering how many people have picked out the David Lee Roth reference that we've had so far today uh-huh. and and the Beavis and Butthead reference and, and all this other kind of stuff.
0: Uh-huh. Pretty much. Yeah. Got to stay up on things. <laughs> hey, if you have picked out any of these references, email us. <laughs> I'll give you a prize.
1: There we go. We, you know me, what I.
0: Email me. And I'll give you a prize.
1: (laughs) sounds like I don't know if I'd want that prize.
0: You you know what I'd like to
1: do, Billy, if we can? I'd like to get little temporary tattoos of our Heinrich Tailgater logo to put on. Oh, we can do that. Yeah, we totally need to do that. That'd be awesome.
0: All right, Beach. So let's move on to softball here. We're totally rambling all over this. (laughs) All right. So um, softball freshman Kiki Pepe had the best outing of her young career going four for four with her first career home run as an eight-run fifth inning lifted the Oregon State softball team to a 13-9 season-ending win over Stanford last Saturday afternoon in Stanford, California. Now, the victory gave the Beavers their first series win over the Cardinals since 2007. Wow. Now, the Lady Beavs ended the season 18-31, and 5-17 and in the Pac-12. Hmm. So, disappointed, but the Pac-12 is just tough. Do they play series like baseball does? Yes, now they do. They used to play, remember, they used to play one, like if they'd play at Stanford and Cal. They'd play one game at Stanford and then two games at Cal. Okay. And Oregon would play one game at Cal and two games at Stanford. Okay. And then when they came up here, they would switch. Okay. Now they just play three games at one team.
1: Do do their pitchers get as hammered as baseball pitchers do?
0: Mean on their arms? Yeah. No, they can pitch a heck of a lot more. Okay. Yeah, the that the uh, the softball pitch is a lot more natural of a motion on the arm, and you're not putting as much stress on the elbow or the shoulder. Okay.
1: So. It sure is wicked. I mean, they can get some
0: fast-ass throws, and they get legs. a lot of movement on that ball. Yeah. If you watch it, I mean, it's up, it's down, it's side. There's a lot of movement on it. Yeah. It's, you know, it's very impressive. Yeah. All right, Beach. On to baseball, the Big Beaver sport going on right now. Now, junior left fielder Michael Conforto homered twice and broke the school career RBI record on Sunday as the number two ranked Oregon State Beavers routed UCLA eleven to two at Goss Stadium to complete a weekend sweep of UCLA, the defending NCAA champions. That that
1: was not expected, was it?
0: Yeah, uh, well, UCLA's got a lot of injuries this year. Okay. Um, They've got two of their starting three pitchers are out for the season. Wow. So, yeah, they've been beat up a lot. Okay. Now, Conforto shattered the old mark on a three-run homer in the seventh inning that easily cleared the right field bleachers. He added a two-run shot over the right field fence to the right of the scoreboard in the eighth inning to finish the day with five RBIs. He now has 177 career RBIs. Um, Andy Jarvis, who played from 2000 to 2000, 2003 held the old record of 173 now Conforto's first homer capped a six-run outburst that snapped a 2-2 standoff moments before the beavers had taken a 3-2 lead on a safety squeeze bunt single by second baseman andy peterson Conforto followed with a three-run bomb and logan ice and trevor morrison added rbis before their side was finally retired now in the eighth inning dylan davis punctuated Conforto's home run with one of his own over the left field fence They were OSU's first consecutive homers since Conforto and Davis went back-to-back against Kansas State last year in Game 2 of the NCAA Super Regional. Now, that was uh, the 11th consecutive win overall and the 11th straight Pac-12 conference victory for the Beavs, who are now 38-8 on the season, 20-4 in the Pac-12, and they extended their lead over idle second-place Washington, who is sitting at 19-5, to one full game in their bid to repeat as Pac-12 champions. Now the Beavers are 13-1 in their last 14 and 18-2 in their last 20 games. So. Now Oregon State sophomore Jeff Hendricks was just named the Pac-12 Conference's player of the week on Monday, as announced by Commissioner Larry Scott. Now Hendricks was dynamic in the Beavers' 4-0 week, going 8 for 18, which is a 444 average, with six runs scored, five runs driven in, a home run, two doubles, and two stolen bases. Wow. That's
1: absolutely crazy.
0: Now, the home run, which was the second of the season, serves as the game-tying shot against UCLA as the Beavers scored 11 unanswered runs. Now, this week, Oregon State jumps out of Pac-12 conference play uh, on Tuesday for a matchup with Portland, the University of Portland, in Kaiser. Now, you said you're going to that game.
1: Yeah, Dad and I uh, got tickets here, so we're going to head down around 4 o'clock. I guess uh, Gates open at 4.30, game starts at 5.35, according to this thing. Correct. So, uh, yeah, we're going to head down there and, and enjoy. Some, uh, you know, I don't think Dad's been to a uh, baseball game, a uh, Beaver Anywhere. baseball game, at least ever since I've been. Cool. can recall, so I think hopefully he'll have a good time. And, you know, I like that Volcano Stadium. It's kind of a nice little stadium.
0: Yeah, a little hot, but Yeah.
1: Yeah but hopefully by and i told him i mean it's going to the sun will at least be going down by that time but it's going to be a hot day tomorrow isn't it supposed oh no i think wednesday's yeah, supposed to be Yeah wednesday's
0: a is supposed record. to be the hottest tomorrow's like in yeah. the 80s
1: yeah still nice nice pretty warm day
0: yeah. well beads so, before we quit talking about um baseball here there's one other thing we got to address and i don't know if you know about this um the beaver's starting senior ace pitcher ben Wetzler, got into a little trouble over the weekend what
1: Ooh, is this about the beer bottle in the tracks?
0: That's not what happened at
1: all, to my knowledge. Okay, what what is? but this is the thing. Dad told me something about some player got in trouble, broke a beer bottle on some railroad tracks, and like $35,000 bail.
0: Yeah, I don't think that's what happened.
1: Because I'd seemed a little excessive that's, for that's, breaking a beer bottle.
0: That's not the story that I know. Okay, I heard that? that story, but I don't believe that's accurate.
1: Okay, what's the story you know, Billy? Well,
0: so Ben Wetzler, senior mm-hmm. pitcher, Pitched Friday night, won the game, Mm -hmm. early Saturday morning, had been out partying a little too hard. Okay. Was going back to his house, Mm -hmm. couldn't get in the door, broke the window on the door so he could just open the door. Mm -hmm. That's when the owners of that house came out and said, what are you doing? This isn't your house. Get the hell out of here. And called the cops on him.
1: Because they said he was arrested for uh, uh, disturbance,
0: misdemeanor, trespass, and so arrested for two misdemeanors.
1: Oh, okay, so I heard it was uh, yeah. uh, uh, is what it was, was it
0: trespass and something else?
1: Yeah. What What is that called when you're just being a, a nuisance? Public, uh, public disorderly conduct. Yeah. I think.
0: Yeah. So supposedly, I don't know. Maybe it was the tracks. That's what I heard. Oh. Either way, not a good place to. Be. Nothing good happens after midnight. Nothing good happens after midnight when you're playing your sport. This is kind of taking us into the Tommy Tuberville jackass
1: of the week, too, isn't well, it? This is kind of evolving into what's going to bring it. Yeah, I see where you're just, going with it's
0: this It's just one. a dumb situation. Y- you know. you got to be smarter than that. Yeah.
1: Con- con- you know, I-, I will say it before we're going to get into it. Conduct unbecoming.
0: Well, it's just. It's stupid. Yeah. Uh, it, your college kid. College kids get drunk. That being said, you're in the middle of your season. You know, you know, when Barcroft, my good friend, mm-hmm. he didn't do when it was football season, he kept his nose completely straight. Mm-hmm. He, he no. People would offer him a beer. Nope, it's football season. Not drinking a beer. Period. And that's just what those guys have to do. And
1: you gotta be especially that especially
0: a guy that's gonna be drafted. Yeah. You know, he's could be drafted the number one pitcher. And it, I mean it hurts your stock. Yeah. It's just stupid. It's just stupid. So, but beige. Moving on from that, we're gonna move into this week's
1: update from Eugene. Ooh, okay. Sorry, I missed that one. It was already ready for the Tommy Tupperville jackass of week. No, it's the, week. the
0: update from Eugene. A little okay. bit different because normally we kind of make fun out of something that happens down there in Eugene.
1: Well, it's not really making fun. It's just bringing it to light.
0: (laughs) Yeah, kind of. It's pretty much making fun. It's our way of taking a little dig at those uh, pot-smoking hippies down there. That being said, Bigge, the big thing that's been dominating the news media has been the situation with the three basketball players down there in Eugene Mm -hmm. that were just last week kicked off the team. They had been investigated for – a possible sexual assault. They had played in the NCAA tournament after the coach had been alerted that players were being investigated. People are upset about that. They have now been booted. I believe booted out of the university, if at least off the team, I believe out of the university. Can, can they kick you out of the university for, for that kind of stuff? Well, they can at least kick you off the basketball team because you sign a one con, uh, a lot of people don't realize this, but scholarships aren't guaranteed. They have to okay. be re-upped every year. That being said, most coaches aren't going to just kick people off willy-nilly because mm-hmm. if you're known as pulling people scholarships, you're not going to have a lot of people that want to sign up with you. Gotcha. Now, when you do sign most universities, I'm sure University of Oregon has this, you sign a code of conduct agreement mm-hmm. saying that you will conduct yourself in a way that's befitting the University of Oregon and the athletic department and yada,
1: yada, yada, yada. Kind of like when somebody steals a laptop computer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know. That, that would be con- races
1: through town. Mm-hmm. Smokes up the marijuana before the cops pull them over. Exactly. Yeah. So. <laughs> You know, things happen. You know, things happen, Billy. You know, you really can't blame the students for their bad decisions. I'm sure it's somebody else's fault.
0: Yeah. Well, so, (laughs) basically, Beej, what I gathered, this is all my kind of Mm -hmm. condensing of everything. The players were at a party. Mm Mm-hmm. There was a girl there. Obviously, there was alcohol involved. Who knows who had what, how much everybody had. Mm Mm-hmm. They went into the bathroom. Mm -hmm. The three of them engaged. What? All three players? No, two players and the girl went into the bathroom, engaged in some activities. Mm -hmm. She left, later went back into the bathroom with those two, and a third one engaged in activities. That must be one big freaking bathroom. Yeah, engaged in more activities that night, engaged with more activities with at least two people in the morning. And didn't, didn't another run that afternoon? Yes. Supposedly, she had friends that tried to get her to leave. She would go back to engage in activities. She, uh,
1: and I heard there was a taxi available for her to leave as well. And, and she, she refused.
0: refused the taxi, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, it was sounds like the next day or two later, her father is the one that can, contacted authorities saying his daughter was, you know, assaulted. They went in to investigate. Supposedly, they only told the president of the university who was under investigation and what for. Supposedly, the president of the university did not tell the coach who or what for or the athletic director who or what for. Supposedly, they didn't That's odd. Supposedly, well, supposedly, the cops said, Don't let them know anything's askew. We don't want them to know that we're investigating. They questioned, obviously, the girl. They questioned at least two of the players in their apartment. Obviously, the NCAA games were played. The Ducks won one. They lost one. And it came out that the finally hit the papers afterwards. Mm -hmm. Now, the district attorney is saying they are not going to file charges. Because for one thing, pretty much everybody's story of events were the same. Yeah. There were some consistency inconsistencies in. I'm not going to say victim because I don't know if she's a victim. Yeah. And I get tired of them saying the victim.
1: Uh, the 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 plaintiff. The
0: the the female. Yeah. Because if you say she's a victim, then there's always obviously somebody did something wrong to her. Yeah. And she's the
1: plaintiff in this case. I wouldn't or, even or... say
0: plaintiff, but the female. Yeah. There was, they said there were some inconsistencies with her story, and they basically said that while the events happened, they don't know if they were criminal. Meaning, was consensual
1: she. Se- consensual sex is consensual sex.
0: Exactly. Was she a willing participant in everything that went on? Now, the university, after all this came out, the athletic department booted the three players off the team and said they will no longer play for the University of Oregon because of. They weren't conducting themselves in a way that was becoming of the athletic department,
2: mm-hmm.
0: which I guess uh, probably I—I I don't know. This is just a mess. Yeah,
1: you
0: this know, it kind of goes
1: back to your Barcroft statement. You know
0: what? You just don't do it. You keep your you keep your nose clean. Yeah. That being said, I also think this is kind of a slippery slope because while. What they engaged in, if it was consensual all the way around, mm-hmm. if what they were engaged in wasn't becoming to most people, uh, you really want to go into the – decide what, what people do in the bedroom if that's – That depends what your definition of is, is. Is pretty much. And so that's my thing. I'm like, oh, I don't know if you want to be legislating yeah. that. I, it's, yeah. To me, it's just ugly.
1: Yeah, pretty soon you're going to see Quite m-
0: Frankly Beach? Missionary only. <laughs> <But> yeah. <laughs> and Quite Frankly Beach, I don't there's only a few no. people I've ever told this story and no double penetration. Yeah. There's a, a couple people I've only ever told this story. When I was a freshman at Oregon State, there were athletes that lived in my dorm. Mm-hmm. And every Sunday night, there would be a lineup of guys outside a door in on our floor. And. I'd ask you had a co-ed floor, right? Half. It was split no, down. No, our, the- our, our floor was all males. But they were lined up outside this door. Every Sunday evening. I'm like, what are you guys doing? Oh, it's a Sunday night hookup. It's a Sunday night hookup. And these were all athletes at the time. Various sports, but one sport mostly. I won't get into that. But, uh, yeah. They had girls they would bring down from Portland. And it was the Sunday night hookup. Wow. Now. They're just taking turns? Well, it it is what it is, Beach. Obviously, this was 23 years ago now, right? Holy crap. But I'm just saying it happens, right? It's not something that most people are going to condone. That being said, it happens. Something like that could easily happen at Oregon State. So I just hope people learn from this. I just hope people learn from this.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: So that's why we weren't going to get too – we got a little bit of humor in there, but we it it's a serious situation
1: yeah, it's no good for those three students because they're out of they're out of their potential to earn good income if they were the talent that could possibly be pulled into the n b a
0: they're out of
1: they're out of a, a free education a free education,
0: and their names are tarnished yeah you know? yeah. I it's know. One of those Monica, ones, even Monica, if you're not convicted, suddenly, I mean, Monica Lewinsky just came out. She's out talking now because it's been 20 years since with what her and President Clinton did, mm-hmm. and she said she's had troubles getting a job. Obviously, they're not as known as Monica Lewinsky.
1: Yeah, but still, but ultimately, you know, a lot of places do background searches on you before they hire you. They and, they do a Google search.
0: And anymore, yep, that's right. All you have to do is Google search it, and you know what? That's gonna be the first things that come up.
1: Yeah. And, and how many people would want to take a risk hiring a player who was investigated
0: for a sexual assault? And one of them has been investigated twice because the one who wasn't playing this year was a transfer from Providence, and he was under investigation for a possible sexual assault back there before he transferred, which brings up a whole other set of questions. How come Oregon didn't know this? Wow. Yeah, so it's a mess down there. Not something I'd wish on anybody.
1: So, well, how is this going to affect their basketball team?
0: <laughs> they got, like, nobody left. They already had a couple players transfer. I think they've got three players on scholarship right now. They're going to be in about the same boat the Beeves are. W- w- weren't they b- coming out of
1: going to the NCAA tournament?
0: Yeah. They had a couple players transfer. They just booted three, and they had a couple players graduate. How, how long has this coach been there? Uh, four or five years.
1: Okay, because they fired the last coach, three right? Years. Wasn't that that real awkward?
0: They, they, yeah, they fired Kent. I mean, that's why they brought in Pat Kilkenny was to fire ernie kent
1: okay yeah
0: yeah But anyways so beach that's just a mess that's our update from eugene next time we'll get into some more humor okay but that update from eugene leads us into this week's tommy tuberville
2: what's he think i look like a jackass you sure do
0: Jackass of the Week Award. Now, every time we do a show, we like to discuss a person in college football or athletics who truly exemplifies the truly worst in sportsmanship, leadership, or just being a fan. And, Beej, this one directly ties into the Oregon situation.
1: <laughs> the Oregon situation. Yes,
0: what's going down there? now? it Reminds
1: me of Pulp Fiction on, about the Bonnie situation. The
0: Bonnie situation. Now, on Friday, Beach, this past Friday, Oregon held two press conferences. One with the athletic director, and I think the president of the university, and then one later with uh, head coach Dana Altman to address what the situation that was going on. Did you happen to watch either of those press conferences?
1: Uh, no, I did not, Bill. I can't say they were on them. I, I did not you're, get you're, a chance to DVR those suckers. Yeah, I
0: was I was at work, but I was where TV was, and so I had it on. Now, Beej, what's one thing that you notice when you walk around any University of Oregon venue or even the campus? What's one thing you notice?
1: They're all named after Phil Knight. Oh, the large sphincter that's on everything. Big
0: yellow O's everywhere. Yeah. Go Ducks everywhere. Yeah. They are the epitome of brand-centric, right? They oh, were probably, totally, totally. They were probably the first university to turn – their logo into a brand and sell the hell out of it, mm-hmm. and it's benefited them, right? And it's oh, yeah. all it's all Nike. And they're,
1: and, yeah, I was gonna say they're not paying uh, Disney anymore for the rights to the duck. Yeah, I mean they still have them, but they they rarely use the duck in favor of that O.
0: Yeah, yeah, because it's it's
1: everywhere yeah And then they get all the money from it, as opposed to the duck, where they have to pay ten percent of the
0: proceeds to Disney. To Disney, that's right. Now you know what I found very interesting about the press conferences that they had on Friday. What was that? There was no O's everywhere. Anywhere. You're kidding me. Everything was hung with black drapes. So the background behind them where it's usually got O, University of Oregon, Go Ducks, everywhere, you know. They
1: didn't want to tarnish the brand. Hung brands. with
0: black drapes. The podium in front of them hung with black drapes.
1: And normally the podium would have the O right slapped exactly. right in the center
0: of it. All the microphone Actually, on
1: it? Actually, that's a lectern, Billy. Well, whatever. The You stand on a podium, you stand in front of a lectern. A
0: lectern okay the the, uh, the microphone, which normally has a big O on it, nothing. Wow, nothing. And as
1: you know as, it as, is as horrible I mean, it as is a, just a machine, isn't it?
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah, and I just found it funny that a university, especially at an athletic department, because I like to separate those two things. yeah, I don't mind the University of Oregon. I hate the University of Oregon athletic department. Right. I deplore it. Because they are just about selling the brand and making money. They're whores. They're whores. 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 That's all they worry about. Whores. And it was so funny to see the ultimate college athletic department whore cover themselves up. Basically you wear a burqa. Wow. Yeah. It was just You know and that's not just by chance, that's planned. Oh no. And, oh no, but they claimed it was that that was the thing, beach. This is where the jackass of the week award. When somebody called them out on it, they said, "Oh, well that was just by happenstance because there's a native American group coming in here to use this room later." So that's why these things were up. A native American group. There was a native American group supposedly coming in to use that room. And they didn't want them to see the O. And it needed and they they wanted it covered up. You know what I say? Bull crap, bull
1: crap. Are you calling shenanigans on this, Billy? Oh, there's
0: you know you know that is. <laughs> That's why I, th- I find it funny when the ultimate athletic college athletic department whore has to cover themselves up. That's when they get the Tommy Tuberville
2: <laughs>
0: jackass of the week award.
1: Wow. Yeah. You know, I did not know we were going for that with the Jackass of the Week. I really assumed that our Jackass of the Week was going to be Sterling of the Clippers.
0: Oh. <laughs> yeah. That, that,
1: that kind of shocked me. I did not, because I was not up on this uh, whole Oregon thing.
0: Uh, you could give it to the Sterling. The
1: Oregon situation.
0: Yeah, you could give it to Sterling. What a boner.
1: You, you know, here, here's my feeling. <laughs> Sidetracking onto Sterling here, I wanted to, to jump on, because it's, it's kind of like the same thing as the Oregon Duck situation. Mm-hmm. You know, here you've got an owner of a, of a team. Mm-hmm. he's he's hooking up with a gal half his age while he's <laughs> married so he's just a piece of crap anyway yeah but the, everybody jumps on him for what he said now you can be a racist in this country it is not a crime true because you can be a dick in this country and it's not a crime true right i mean i know plenty of those mm-hmm. and you'd like to think they're criminals but they're not Mm-hmm. They're just dicks. Anyway, if you are discriminatory, that is where the crime is made. True. So he is not a criminal in any stretch of the imagination. I don't think he's discriminated, or I don't think his organization has discriminated. because uh, he's. Do you think
0: so? Well, there's been reports that his outside business, outside of the... he He owns a lot of real estate, rents a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah? And so there's been... Uh, discriminatory charges brought against him. Okay. Nothing's ever been proved or maybe settle settled it out. You know, short. that's
1: that's real subjective though. If, you're, if you own real estate and you're doing renter, did you know that you have to take the first person that gives you an application that meets your requirements? Yes. You cannot filter. You cannot go to number two or number three.
0: Correct. You
1: have to take the first one. Otherwise, you're considered discriminati- discriminating. Correct. Even though they all could have the same demographics, but you're looking at other factors, but those factors then have to be published as a filter yep you can't just make up the filters as you go, okay. but ultimately what 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 got me though it wasn't his his racism it was that his actions in front of the public or essentially in a in a recorded conversation unbeknownst to him mm-hmm. actions unbecoming a well a- actions conduct unbecoming an nBA owner well yeah first all well, me first- how they can just pull a guy's multimillion dollar franchise and say you can't have anything to do with it. just crazy when you yeah. think about
0: it well, a couple things there. One, if you listen to those tapes, mm-hmm. she's leading him in. she's baiting him. yeah, she's leading him into what she wants him to say. and that's why when she goes, "I feel so bad for him, bull crap you you had an agenda, you were leading him into what you wanted. Two, if you listen to what he says, he's what I think now, as stupid as this is, mm-hmm. what I think his problem was is he was getting crap from friends and people he knows about the pictures with him and her or with her with, being with with, guys? with her being pictures with you know magic johnson and other black people oh, cuz if you listen yeah. to him he goes people i just you know he
1: really hates magic johnson even in the re- interview today I, I was watching on espn before you and i hooked up on this thing yeah. and and uh, it was funny because he has a lot of animosity towards what has magic johnson ever done what has magic johnson ever yeah. done yeah.
0: But I, I, I don't think I think he was more bat. He was more mad about getting crap basically from his friends yeah. for her posting the picture. You, you, you can't, you can't satisfy your whore. <laughs> Pretty much, there's another whore in there, in there. Okay, now second. So there's that. I find it funny that they can make you sell your team. Yeah, which is weird. Okay, that being said, you got to look at it at the NBA's point of view. They've got their brand to protect. Okay. They've also got labor relations to protect because. Oh, they're a union. Well, it's a union, yeah. And what percentage of that union is non white?
1: I, I was listening to a what, thing. What,
0: I'm just saying, how, how, what's the percentage of that union that's non white? Good percentage, probably ninety percent. I was
1: listening to uh, President Obama giving as a uh, roast the other day, or kind of as one of those funny speeches that he does,
0: what? and he says,
1: "You know, it's going to be an interesting topic when the guy starts the conversation." Is let me tell you about the Negro,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and to hear President Obama say that was quite funny. Yeah. I, I had to, I had to laugh at that one.
0: Yeah. So, anyways, no, I can see why the NBA has to do what they want to do, but if they think, if they think that Sterling's going to go away quietly. You're talking about dicks. He is widely considered one of the biggest dicks in the NBA. Really? Do you, do you think he's just going to roll over?
1: He, he's, asking for, he, he's asking for forgiveness is what his little his little interview stated today. But, I mean, what the hell? Just sell it and make your billions and walk away. He's
0: 80 years old. Problem is, Beach, NBA owners, why do they own NBA teams? One, because they want to stroke their ego by going in the locker room, which he'll never be able to do. Even mm. if he's forgiven, he'll never be welcome in that locker room, ever. And two, he, he they've basically said, you can't come and, and play in your sandbox anymore. You can't come and sit at courtside and say, look at, look at my great sandbox. And part of the reason that I that's heard... That's got to be painful. I mean, that's the, painful. Part of the reason that I heard that he was booted for life was because the Clippers team had basically said... They weren't going to play. They were going to walk off the court and not play. And the NBA said, This is what we're doing. So they said, Okay, we'll play. But they played with no, they threw their jackets down and played with nothing that said Clippers on it. I think it just said Los Angeles. Mm. So, anyways. All right, Beads. So that was a good, uh, a lot good. of hardcore
1: stuff this, yeah. this, this, uh, on this broadcast let's get us something better what are we going to talk about now How
0: how about a little van halen musical interlude okay we're doing van halen still this year so how about we go with a little hot summer nights for the upcoming hot weather sounds good All right, Beach. that was Van Halen, Hot Summer Nights. Love that song. You know, sometimes I feel
1: like our our musical interludes are like, I never got a chance, but like when kids would go on the Ramblin' Rod show Mm -hmm. and, you know, they only showed like one or two cartoons, even though when you watched it on TV, there was like, you know, 15 or 20. Sometimes I feel like that's what our our musical interludes are like on our end. (laughs) You Uh, ever feel that
0: way? uh, Oh, don't break the magic, Beach. Don't break the magic. (laughs)
1: I'm sorry. All right,
0: Beach. This this show is running longer than I thought because we've been rambling all over the place. <laughs> you know, we got we got five months of makeup here to do. Pretty much. All right, beach. So it's time for the tailgating one on section. So right. right now. So here. we
1: normally do this over mom's. Okay, so for for the audience out there, Billy and I usually my mom's birthday is on the twenty-six uh, is on the twenty-sixth of this month, and we usually go to the beach for that weekend and and celebrate with mom and dad and and Bill and and Jessica and the boys. And me by my lonesome because that's just how I roll. Um, and uh, usually Billy and I pick out a time where we start hammering through the the games who we're playing and then what we're going to do. And of course we always have flexibility because you never know when the game is going to be.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But uh, so we're actually bringing this forward and letting bringing our audience into what is the the Heinrich Brain Trust right now. Exactly.
0: They get it's to see minutes. they get to see the magic happen.
1: It's almost. I hope they. It's going to be painful for them.
0: Maybe. All right, Beach, so let's run through the 2014 Beaver schedule. Uh, we'll go through all the games, but we will talk about, obviously, the home games and what we kind of think food-wise, and I'm ready here at my computer. You might hear me typing as we're going Okay. because I'm going to type in the notes.
1: And we're blue sky in this, right? So no, nobody gets laughed at.
0: Well, it's still got to be possible. I don't want to hear okay. filet mignon because that's not going to happen. Okay. Chicken cordon bleu? Exactly. Ain't going to okay. happen. Okay. Okay. So, Beach, first game of the season. August 30th, home opener, Portland State University. Is What's that?
1: You do you think we'll have a midday game or a late game? Has that one been announced yet? It has it has time not,
0: no, it has not been announced for time.
1: Because you mentioned the donut thing. Mm-hmm. Now, a couple few years ago, we did the Voodoo Donuts. We, we brought in. I, I had to leave at o' dark 30, go oh. to the 24-hour Voodoo Donuts, yeah. and pick up two dozen donuts. Mm-hmm. And we haven't had them. Custom-made, I think, didn't we, on yes. the, the uh, cock, cock and balls? Yeah. Was that what it was? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, what if we made our own voodoo donuts? I, you like those, the little ones that I showed well, you? Well, no, but you – yeah, you made those, but we can coat those with – with uh, uh, and, you know, I'm not a fan of voodoo donuts because every time I go there, the freaking cereal is stale on the donuts, and that really is, uh, irks me. Oh. I, I don't want stale Fruit Loops on top of my donuts. Hmm. You know, so I mean, we could make fresh ones, and we could put our own toppings on them, and make it that way. Okay. And I'm just throwing, I'm blue skying it here, right? Don't, no, no, don't, don't, don't judge me.
0: That's, but that's better if it's a, if it's an early game.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. What else? Our salmon. Okay. Could, could we Traeger some salmon? Is that possible? We could smoke salmon.
0: That's always possible. We've never done that.
1: What else speaks of Portland?
0: Uh, see, that's what I don't know. It's Portland State Vikings. Um, we could just you know we could just uh, bring in a bunch of Henrys. That's true. Henry Weinhard's and
1: beer and soda. That you know the the Henrys theme is kind of cool. Yeah. As as pulling that, we still need food though. Yeah. Can't take it off the theme, and then we that'll be the theme, and then we can go with whatever you we like. You could, feel could
0: do beer battered fish. Okay. Or, yeah, because, I mean, basically, when I think Portland, you know, you could do microbrews. Mm-hmm. You know, we could do some kind of beer and cheese dip.
1: Right? I still think we should look about
0: hiring the in and out truck. <laughs> they don't come all the way up here, beach For enough money, you could get them here. But um, we could do just, since it's so early in the season, depending on when the game is, we could do a lot of, uh, remember we did fair food that one time.
1: Yeah. I'd still like to try funnel cake on our own on on the deep fryer.
0: Yeah, we could. It's little just, mini little mini funnel cakes. But that's kind of what these donut things are going to be. Trust yeah, me. You have not bad. tried them. They're going to be amazing. Are they that good? Yes. Okay. Yes. That's why I grabbed the flyer and I've got it sitting here at my desk.
1: Do you have to order them? Yes. You can't get them at uh, – at, uh,
0: No, I at don't think so. Street? I'll look, but I can okay. order them.
1: Okay, cool. All right. So what are we going to leave with this? So we got Henry Weinhart's as the theme thing. I kind of
0: like the Henry Weinhart's or the beer's. Beer's. Yeah, beers. That's kind of a good one. I kind of do like a beer theme for the main, the main food, and then we could just do like hot dogs. I was gonna say, how about we do sliders?
1: Oh, it's a good one. Just, just beer and sliders. I mean, it's an early game. It's gonna be hot and sunshiny, and you know, burgers kind of just flow with that as a barbecue kind of thing going on. Okay, cool. And I like sliders.
0: I do too. I got that down there. Okay. All right, Beach. So the next game is September sixth at Hawaii. Obviously, At twice,
1: d- so we're not going to be doing that nope. one. I really like last year's. What did we do? We had the, uh,
0: the Kalua pig. Oh, that freaking pig was awesome. And I did the uh, yes. I did the teriyaki chicken.
1: That freaking pig
0: was awesome. And rice, and everything turned out and the, good. And the rice was nice and sticky and everything. Yeah, that oh, yeah, was a good one. So obviously we won't be doing an, an away tailgater there, but uh, okay. I'm thinking I'm going to be here, and I'm going to go down to local boys, get me a big old platter of food, and come back here and eat it. That sounds like a plan. Yeah. I've never been to Local Boys. I need to go oh, there. Oh, it's one of Jess's favorite restaurants here. Really? Oh yeah. You've never been to Local Boys Gravels? I,
1: I don't think so. I've maybe been to, maybe I'll, you I'll know,
0: have you to come, come down here and watch the, the game, game with us.
1: Yeah, I'm a big fan of. Uh, I do the. Uh, I don't do a loco loco moco, but
0: uh, you like that one place up there in Hillsboro?
1: Yeah, there's a little hole-in-the-wall place that I go to all the time. It's nice when you just walk in and he just look at you, he looks at you and goes Portuguese mini, and I'm like, yeah.
0: Uh-huh. See <laughs> now, um, see when I when we order, I've gotten Jess to do this now. When you order from Local Boys. Uh-huh. always call before you leave and that way you can go right up to the front and pay and not have to wait in line to order is it always got a line oh, always as soon as they open up line out the door <laughs> yeah so all right okay. beats so that's at Hawaii the then they've got a week off okay the next game is September 20th at home against San Diego State so what is San Diego famous for well i've got something i want to do okay and to me, it says San Diego. They were invented in San Diego on the beach by surfers, and it's what I want to do. What is it? Fish tacos. Dude, I like that. Can we do shrimp tacos too? Yes, we will do okay. fish tacos. We can do shrimp tacos. Um, what I figure little is- corn, Little corn tortillas? We'll get some little corn tortillas. I'll even get flour tortillas if that's what people want. I will have you deep frying fish. I can bake some fish on the Traeger, and we can do some shrimp. I'm excited about that one. I think it'll be good. Okay. I'm yeah. a big fan. Yeah. I think that one will be good. So I'm going to do fish tacos, and then we can have different kinds of salsa for putting on there. I'll get some cabbage all sliced up. It'll be great. Awesome. We'll make some kind of an avocado dressing. We'll make a little bit of ranch kind of dressing. Fresh limes. That kind of stuff. Okay. Total beach food. But Why I've wanted I- to do fish tacos forever, so. No, I'm excited about that one. Yeah. Well, yeah. so...
1: Yeah, so little, we, we, we little double
0: corn tortillas like they do.
1: Yeah, little yeah. Double some corn. fresh lime on there. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool.
0: I'm glad you're down with that one. I'm, I'm really excited about that one. I wanna, that'll be fun. So, you, like I said, you can be deep frying fish and all this okay. other sorted stuff. All right, Beach, so moving on. September 27th, first the Pac-12 opener.
1: At USC.
0: At USC. So, one, we might be going down to that game.
1: I'm hoping we do. Are, would we tailgate down there though? I mean, we can't bring the trailer down.
0: Obviously, we'd have to fly. And I don't know. I I don't know if we would tailgate. I think we just cruise around like we did last time.
1: Maybe find a place like we did up in Seattle and just kind of create a hangout. We could, yeah. Yeah, I. You know where I'd like to go? Where? The original, Philippe's.
0: Oh, that's a good one. Where yeah. they invented the French dip.
1: Yes, I want to go there. Mm-hmm. Because there's two of them that claim that they've created that's it.
0: It's Philippe's is where it was invented.
1: Yeah, well there wasn't there an argument over who it was no it's Philippe's. okay argument okay
0: yeah, we could, we yeah could yeah I would I,
1: I would love to go there
0: totally look at doing that but it kind of depends on the other things that have to fall in that week okay so yeah I want to go but, down if both things are happening obviously the game's happening if the other thing's happening I want to go okay okay beach now up next on I'm the gonna list. try
1: to, I'm gonna try to talk Gould into going to me with that
0: oh cool to that one all right So, So. next up, another away game, October 4th at Colorado. Okay. So, we won't be tailgating for that one. Okay. I don't plan on going to Colorado this year. I would like to some year, (laughs) but not this year. Okay. All righty. Okay. Moving on. Moving on. The next game, they have a week off. So,
1: so just to recap, Portland State, possibly beer and sliders. Mm Mm-hmm. San Diego State, fish and shrimp tacos. Mm -hmm. USC, if we go, probably stopping at Philippe's. Yeah. If it all comes together.
0: Yeah. All right. So then the next home game is actually on a Thursday. Thursday, October 16th, Utah. That's
1: a tough tailgater. Mm hmm. Um, Thursday. Huh. Huh. What do we do for Utah? The thing that's coming to mind for me is like an ice cream social. (laughs) Um, Now, we've also done. Because for those people who don't know it, there are more ice cream shops per capita in Salt Lake City, I believe, than any other city in the Union.
0: I believe just in Utah in general.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Um, They more ice cream shops than they do taverns. That's Also,
0: too, we've done Jell-O.
1: Yeah, that's, Actually, why I thought ice cream shots.
0: Be, that's why I thought ice cream would be a good shot. We got jell shots because Jello is the official snack food of Utah. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple years ago at the suggestion of some Utah fans who happen to be Mormon, they mm-hmm. suggested uh, funeral potatoes. Oh, yeah, we did those. That those, was pretty good. That went over really oh, well. Oh, I, I couldn't believe how many of those things people <laughs> ate. Holy smokes. I think – did I make four of them? Yeah, that was crazy. I think I made four of them just like, well, what the hell? The, everything's cheap, so I'll just make them. Yeah. They ate all of them. <laughs> they ate four pans of the damn things. I couldn't believe it. Oh. Uh, that trigger
1: come in so handy.
0: Yeah. Um
1: Thank you, Saucy Mama, if you're yes,
0: listening. Exactly. Thank you, Saucy Mama.
1: <laughs> so what do you think, Beach? Uh, I don't know what else is Utah. Um I don't know. I mean, we've done funeral potatoes. That's why I said I'm coming back to ice cream. Mm -hmm. Maybe is there like some special ice cream we can – well, ice cream is so tough to store though to bring out there. Exactly. You know what I would like? This is me. What? And again, you always don't like my ideas because they're always really – I want freaking deep fried ice cream.
0: It's so hard.
1: I know. That's what she said.
0: (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Uh, the other thing we could do is just fry sauce because fry sauce was invented in, in Utah.
1: Really? Yeah. So just make fries and have fry sauce.
0: <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> Something Utah is known for. What,
1: what do you have at your tailgater? Fries and fry sauce.
0: We need to have Kyle. Kyle, email us with some ideas. Yes. Email some. You're you're our Utah guy.
1: Yeah. What 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 screams Utah? Yeah. The only thing I can think of is like. Uh, National parks and jello. We,
0: we We did kind of an Indian flatbread taco last time. Remember? Yeah. With the funeral potatoes. I did the Indian tacos. I got the kind of flatbreads and we did steak. Yeah. I threw them in there, yeah.
1: Those went over real well too, didn't they? Yeah, it did, but I just I don't know if I'll have time that night. Hmm. Yeah, that's a tough thing. I mean, we're dealing with an after. So, I mean, your tailgating window is going to be small. You almost want to come with something. I mean, can, can how about this? This sounds really stupid, but I just because I have a hankering right now for mac and cheese.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What about like some kind of like mac and cheese, like some jazzed up mac and cheese? We
0: could do that. That's I mean, that's always I, I know doable. That's,
1: I know that sounds really stupid, but we've got a finite amount of time to, to have a tailgater. Uh-huh. People are going to have to be leaving from work to get to the tailgater. So ultimately, we want something that's easy to, to make to start up tear down Mm -hmm. so if we had a couple of pots of mac and cheese and have them juiced up with with hot dogs and you know because that kind of screams i mean i don't mean to sound i don't mean to sound racist or whatever you'd say but it just sounds kind of mormon-y and kind of utah-y doesn't it
0: yeah
1: you know kind of goes with jello
0: and funeral potatoes
1: yeah exactly that's it kind of goes with i'll
0: put put that down mac and cheese Like,
1: like uh like comfort food
0: and last time i made mac and cheese it went over pretty well
1: People love mac and cheese. Who doesn't love a good bowl of mac and cheese? Except I know we're going to get a text here probably from Ginger or Keeley or something that'll say, I don't like mac and cheese.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, the next game is October 25th at Stanford. At so, Stanford. Are we going to that one? I don't know. You know, last year, Jess and I drove down to Berkeley deciding the day beforehand.
1: So maybe we'll have to go. You know, Kelly's been bugging me to go down to the uh, the Walt Disney Family Museum.
0: We're going down in July.
1: Okay. Um, but Yeah, they've, they've got like a whole bunch of different events going on all year long down there. I know
0: right now we're going down because they're having a Mary Blair exhibit. Yeah. In the main hall. And in the secondary hall, they're having a Mark Davis exhibit. Of his exotic women, I heard. Of, of yeah, leading ladies and femme fatales. Yeah. So, yeah, we're going down the end of July. Cool. Anyways, so we might just be going. I really want to go
1: down and check out the Yoda statue in front of the Lucas. Uh,
0: you were there last summer. The boys got to see it. I got pictures of them out front of it.
1: Really? Yeah. God, I feel they've, they've done more in their few years than I have. I feel yeah. so cheated.
0: We took them over there. So.
1: All right. So so Stanford is a definite maybe. but if We might
0: you, be going, but obviously we won't take the trailer. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so we'll wait and see. November
1: 1st against
0: Cal? Yep. At home against Cal Berkeley. Hmm. And what do we do with Cal? Sausage fest. That's right. Evergood sausages. So I think we just keep that going. Okay. Hopefully we can get some mini ones this time. I'm g- when I go down there, when I go down, I'm gonna tr- we're gonna leave early so I can go to the Evergood Sausage Factory and speak to these people in person. It's awesome. Yes. Jess was like heck yeah. I'm like I'll just throw in a, a cooler, a, one of my seven day coolers with a bunch of dry eye or a bunch of a. Uh, uh, ice packs mm-hmm. and that stuff will stay frozen for four or five days cool so anyways all right so cool okay so sausage fest that's a given yep so then the next home game is november 8th washington state
1: the Cougs. so we need to do something with cheese
0: i have to say this sucks because we have seven home games right Uh huh. we have seven don't we
1: Hey, hey, I just came up with an idea. And you might not like this. You never like my ideas.
0: We have seven home games. Four of them are in November.
1: Okay, can I give you my idea for November 8th? Sure. Grilled cheese sandwiches and tomato soup.
0: I'll write it down. Obviously, with a... Uh... With the Cougar Gold, yeah, you know, actually, if you ma-
1: actually, how about the blending of societies? Because we've done the Cougar Gold white cheese with Tillamook aged cheddar. Oh yeah, it's a freaking phenomenal blend of that smooth Tillamook and then the little bite of that uh, Cougar Gold. Ooh. It's a wonderful blend.
0: That's so. A good
1: one. If you do that on a nice good sourdough, mm. and then you've got this this we can find some really good rich tomato soup. Yeah. And we're talking November, so it's going to be cold. So what's better on a cold day than a grilled cheese sandwich and tomato soup? That's might going to be good because that day, eh, it could work, Beach. I kind of yeah. like that. Yeah. Kind of like I mean that. It, it's it's not too high end. I mean it's pretty simple, but again, sometimes the simple things are the best. Yeah, I kind of like that. I yeah. like that, Beach. Okay. I like that one. See, <laughs> people this this is
0: what the Heinrich brothers do <laughs> in yeah. in May. This this is our conversations. All right. Cool. I like that one, Beach. Okay, right. so we're going okay. to put that down. I like that. Okay. And, of course, we've got all the other sorts of accoutrements so we can throw. Yeah, it. yeah, exactly, exactly. The main stuff in there, a big kettle of like a tomato bisque soup, something really thick with okay. grilled cheese sandwich to dip down in that. Yeah, that's what I'm oven.
1: going to I mean, like I said, a good kind of crispy sourdough that oh, you can, yeah, yeah just,
0: yeah. Because we yeah. can grill that sucker right up on the flat top.
1: Well, that's what I was thinking, and you could, you could uh you could you know put them you could like stack them in there. I just don't know how quickly you can make them, but that was
0: my concern. I would just but, make them and cut them in, cut them in sections. Okay. Like if you get like you know like a a long oblong sourdough, you can cut it into three. Okay. You know. And so then just
1: get, and then we could just make them pre make them and stack them up or put them in the warmer. They'll stay. Yeah, okay. I would
0: ar- just do them you know slowly.
1: Yeah, but you could still have a little warmer going on if mm-hmm. you need to for mm-hmm. overflow.
0: Yeah, I like it.
1: Because you can't leave them on the burner. They're going to freaking.
0: Exactly. All right. Yeah. Okay, moving on, Beach. Okay. Arizona's November 15th, home against Arizona State.
1: Again, late November or November game. It's going to be cold. It's Arizona State. I'm thinking, well, we got fish tacos, but that's more of a. Do you want to do like a Tex Mex thing? We did nachos before. What about a nacho bar again? I'm
0: already writing that down nachos with Qdoba cheese sauce. There we go. We Who doesn't do, love a good nacho we bar? We can do chicken, we can do steak. Okay. We could even do some shrimp if we felt really saucy. Okay. Because I love shrimp.
1: Yeah. You know what we haven't done in a while? What? The freaking shrimp. Um, uh, the the shrimp with the with the jalapeno and the the. It's because it's cheese. so much work. I know, but it's so worth it, Billy.
0: And eh, maybe we'll do that for one of the earlier games.
1: Okay. Because we're not having meat on a stick this this. We haven't season.
0: done meat on a stick in several years. Oh dang. Because you've you've known how much work it is.
1: Oh yeah. I still can't believe Letitia came out and helped me that one time. That was yeah, awesome. That's a lot of work.
0: Okay. So I think we'll do the nachos. We'll kind of do the Tex-Mex thing. Okay. All right. Yeah. Now, and before, so, we'd done the Sonoran-style hot dogs, too.
1: Those with, went over real well, too, the didn't bacon, they?
0: Because I can do the bacon-wrapped hot dogs. Yeah. The bacon-wrapped hot dogs. So we should do we do a combination of Sonoran-style hot dogs and nacho bar? Well, it's, it's pretty much doing the same thing. It's just cooking up chicken and cooking up the dogs also.
1: Okay. Do we put the dogs in a tortilla?
0: Um, no, they go in a bun. Okay. They going go in a bun. So, yeah, we can do the Sonoran-style hot dogs, too. I like that because they're, they're pretty close. Okay, okay Beach. So the, right. the next game, November 22nd at University of Washington. <sighs> at – oh, this is at ua so we're going mm-hmm. up to ua Mm-hmm.
1: Are we going to try to tailgate up there with the trailer? I
0: don't know if we'll try because it's back at the University of Washington. Parking's going to suck. Exactly. So, But I know our friend Brian Wright was just uh, texting us today, asking if we're coming up, and I said, pretty much for sure. Now, I know Jess won't be going to this game. Mm-hmm. She doesn't like the cram into a truck, fly like bats out of hell, party like rock stars, go to the game, maybe sleep, and fly home. And you married this woman. Why? Yeah, she doesn't like the turn and burn action. Well, she's at least smart enough to know that she's like done it twice. Not my thing. You guys go have fun. So. Okay. Last year when you had like, or the last time we went up when there was you, me, her, Matt, Dave, Jay. So six of us crammed into the cab of your truck. I remember that. Yes. That, 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 that's, she was like, I'm done. Not doing this again. Oh Not yeah,
1: that was that was that was good day. Yeah. So. so
0: anyway, all right, Beach, and then the last game of the season, November twenty ninth, home game for the Civil War. Hmm. So, well, what haven't we had on our list that has to be on the list? Pot brownies. And. Uh, cheese Cheesesteaks. Oh, cheesesteaks! Yes. Normally, we have two cheesesteak games, so yes. that is something we can always throw in there too. I, we're gonna do cheesesteaks for for Civil War.
1: Yeah, I think that's a must. I've hopefully, do you think we'll have a late game, or do you think it's gonna be another god awful early game? I don't know. But but nothing better than an eight AM cheesesteak. I agree. You know and what we call them? You know what we'll call them if it's an if it's an early game? What breakfast cheesesteaks? There you go. Then you know the only difference between a breakfast cheesesteak and a regular cheesesteak will be. We call it a
0: breakfast <laughs> cheesesteak. <laughs> All right. See, and cheesesteaks always something else we could do for Utah. Oh, that's true. Or we could do it for um we we could throw it in there for Washington state. We could do it for Utah or we could do it for Portland. Cuz usually we do cheesesteaks twice.
1: Yeah. So uh, you know, I wouldn't mind a Portland one. I mean, nothing like starting off the season with the, you know.
0: Okay. I'll put that down here too as yeah. a possibility.
1: But I really like for for I don't know about you, but I really like the idea of uh. I really like the idea of the uh, of the grilled cheese and tomato I, soup action.
0: I, I'm liking that too. Yeah, I'm liking that too. So Beej, I think we got a good place to start at least. Mm-hmm. Now I'll need to update the website and get those down as tentative. Um, I'll, I'll look a little harder into kickoff times. I know there's a kickoff time for that Utah game already, because mm-hmm. um, that's on a Thursday. But I'll have to look into the other ones. I don't know if there's any kickoff times listed yet. So, Anything else you want to add? Um,
1: mm, not really. Um, I, think, uh, I think I'm think i good. I'll give a shout-out to uh, our cousin Kimmy because uh, she's winning a major award. Ooh, a major award. Major award. Every time I say that, I keep thinking about a leg lamp. Yep. But uh, Better than but a leg lamp but anyway she's won a major award so i'll be uh i'm going out to washington dc next month first time uh i'm i'm taking the the awesome amazing beautiful uh natalie gould with me she was kind enough to to say yes to my invite that'll be fun so yeah, i'm so stoked to to hang out with her and and go through the nation's capital and
0: especially um, some of the stuff kim can show you
1: oh yeah kim kim i talked to kimmy today and she said she was she couldn't make me any promises, but she was going to see if she could uh, hook me up with a private tour of the capital. Oh, cool. So she, she knows people. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, but she said, I'll, I'll look into it. I'm waiting for her to kind of get back with me. But anyway, I'm, I'm excited to hang out with Gould for, for the week. and uh, That'll be, be fun. Oh, yeah. And 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 uh, yeah, see where else we go. We might rent a car and, and go to a couple of places. Cool. So anyway, first yeah. time. So I'm excited. So congratulations to our cousin Kimmy. Uh, the announcement should be made either this week or next week.
0: Yeah. So it'll be official.
1: So- Official,
0: yes. It. Now it's official. Yep.
1: So Now we'll see All if right. people
0: can get the Michael Jackson reference.
1: <laughs> so All right,
0: Beach. All right. I want to thank everybody for listening to show number 43 of Illegal Participation. If you'd like to comment, send a suggestion, or ask a question, you can call us 541-207-3586. Email us, heinertailgatergmail.com. Follow me on Twitter, heinertailgater.com. Also, check out Heinrich Tailgater on Facebook. Remember, you can listen and subscribe on iTunes. If you do, please leave a rating and review. You can listen to us also on the Stitcher Radio app. Remember, check out HeinrichTailgater.com, but don't right now because it's not updated. Beach. Billy. Thanks for being here. I'm I'm glad we got this going again.
1: Yeah, you know, I don't feel like I really brought it tonight. I didn't get the passion that is the beach tonight. I was well,
0: more relaxed. And but. this was kind of a herky-jerky episode. We've got to get back into the feel of it. Yeah. Maybe we'll start trying to do one like every other week.
1: Okay, I'm, I'm game. My, now that How I Met Your Mother is over, my Monday nights are more free. Okay.
0: So. And I've got a good a good thing going here at night, so hopefully I'll get this thing out sometime on Tuesday, if not Wednesday morning. Okay. okay. Okay? All right. Sounds All right. good. So uh, we'll just end this like we do everyone with a big go-bees.